Welcome to the 14th episode of Mixed Bag. I'm here with Francesco and Isaac. Hey. Hello. And I'm Patrick, and we're talking about the July game releases. Um, when we are recording this, it's the 1st of July, so we already have some releases today. When you hear that, uh, it's Saturday. And yeah, today we have F122, um, which is also a game, the game that I've re recently played. Uh, first of all, we talk about the games that we've recently played. And for me, that's F122, basically everything that I played in the recent week. Yeah, um, it's probably one of the best F1 games, if not the best F1 game. But only the story mode is weirdly enough missing that they um, had uh, that they introduced last year. But I guess they had to concentrate on all of the new cars because they changed quite dramatically. And building a Miami circuit was probably also um, uh, very resourceful. Yeah, yeah, it depends on how popular like the story mode was compared to just like it wasn't regular. that popular. Yeah. I think it wasn't popular at all. It's probably but it a case was of just saving money and just spending it elsewhere or not at all. <laughs> yeah, it's the first game that is also uh, EA Sports F1 now. Um, ever yeah. since I think F1 22 was probably the last EA one, the official EA one. It's been a while. Have you played F1 22, Guanum? Um, Francesco? Uh, you also no, a big no, F1 I... fan? No, I didn't. Not right now. What is wrong with your life right now? <laughs> <laughs> Too much stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe at one point EA will give us more than one code for a game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It's also part of EA Play Pro if you have that, but uh, I don't no. know anybody who has that, actually. <laughs> is that bundled in with any other subscription thing? No. You can, if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you can try the first 10 hours, I think, but uh, it's a demo, yeah. Eventually, they'll just include it in the Game Pass, I guess, but for now. Maybe in a year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it drops quite dramatically in price, usually. Uh, every game nowadays, especially yeah, F1. Well. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to see um, every race, you can race in uh, in F122. Just watch our YouTube channel. Um, we're playing the whole uh, season in two-player career mode. Uh, with Fan Club Magazine uh, in German. Uh, but the um, commentary is English and the uh, pit crews. I don't know. the <laughs> How do you call it? The, the uh, Boxenfunk? The people talking from the pit wall is also English because the German voices suck pretty much. <laughs> wow. And I think it's the first time you can actually change the pit voices. I think it was always in the language you have the game in, but now you can choose. For example, I chose Italian because we are driving in Ferrari, but it got too exhaustive because <laughs> you just have to read the subtitles. And the subtitles get stuck, which is a common bug in the game. Either way, they just usually talk in English even now, so. Right. Uh, what have you guys been playing? Uh, <laughs> right now, I'm with, with Fire Emblem Warriors, basically. Oh, yeah, that came out. Yeah. Late last month? Hey, last week, basically uh, last week. I still haven't actually played through the first one. <laughs> I like the Three Houses. Because I, I borrowed it and I was like playing a little bit of one of the routes and I was just like, I, I, I don't know. I, it was kind of boring for for me. Uh, <laughs> so I just I never finished it. I don't know. I didn't really like the whole school system thing. It was kind of felt a bit repetitive. I guess that was basically their way to let you train units better. Yeah. It's, it's just basically an intermission between one chapter and the other. But yeah. There's something like that in the Warriors too, but it's way more simplified, obviously. Yeah, I, I figured they'd probably just have it. I guess is it more like menu based, really? Than yeah, yeah. 
again, it's just a thing where you can grab stuff, power up units, supports, and whatever. Yeah, the usual like warriors style stuff. Exactly. But it's very fun, and I and I like that uh, it's still set in the same universe, but it's uh, basically a what if story. Yeah, so it's like an extra it, route kind of. Um, it's it's more like three like, extra routes, basically. Yeah, every it's character like has its own route. Tweaked version, yeah. Of what happens if Violet didn't become it became the professor, basically, and there's this random mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like knowing these sort of games, they they could do some weird, con- like they could have it connect weirdly to like three houses or something. But yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll actually play both games someday. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's probably better to play three houses first. Yeah, it sure. uh, really implies that you already know how the main story goes. Yeah, especially the Warriors games, it keeps rules and bad. Yeah, it's especially if they actually try and connect the two or something in a weird way. It's not really connected. It's, it's basically an alternate story, but uh, Which is, I I mean, it, it doesn't to go too like... much into details of the stuff. It, it implies that uh, you already played the first game anyway. So yeah, <laughs> it's just like I have expect some weird stuff where it's like oh, it's actually there's time travel involved or some dumb stuff. Uh, there's no time travel involved. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you. What if they did it's it? It's just though? a time skip, but instead of being five years, it's just two. So yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. everything goes better if Violet isn't here. I guess. <laughs> There's no moment you've been in a coma for nine years, Snake. <laughs> Violet actually stays in kind of a coma for five years in TV Three Houses games. Yeah. We were not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak came out uh, yesterday. All right, that one came out as too. well. So that's, that's another early one. Just, I mean, that one's like a DLC more than an actual full game, but it's a ball Monster Hunter. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> really change too much, but more Monster Hunter is fine. Yeah, I was. I'm kind of looking forward to playing. Um, the sequel to either Somnium Files, the Nirvana Initiative, which is technically out, but the console versions got delayed in Europe because of reasons. <laughs> like, I think it's probably just some sort of supply issue, but they decided to delay the digital versions as well, probably because of some some sort of agreement with like physical storefronts and stuff to not have different release dates. Yeah, because so, people would just uh, um, cancel the pre-order and go digital. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm I might pick it up. I'm kind of interested, but it's yeah, it isn't out until like I think it's exactly a week from today in Europe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the eighth. So I've managed to avoid spoilers just because I don't know many people that played it, and the people that have played it are actually not spoiling stuff. So <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how that one turns out. Not really. Is it a direct sequel? What's it? Is it a direct sequel or a spin-off? Like I, I don't know too much because I haven't checked spoilers and I don't think they shared too much before launch. But I think it's sort of like a, a sequel to one of the routes in the first game, but not the actual like true ending. I think. So, it's a, it's a bit weird. Quite a true, and then Nirvana, initiative. I don't know, maybe it's the music, or what is the background for Nirvana, but you will tell us next month. <laughs> I mean, Nirvana's the uh, the whole, like, heaven-style thing, really. I, th- I think I think that's more probably what they're referring to than the band. <laughs> probably. But yeah, I um, never expected it to actually get a sequel, but it's, it's getting a sequel. Or it has a sequel, I suppose, that isn't fully out in Europe, but... That on PC, because yeah, no no physical version to worry about there. But yeah, but, but um, I like the first game, even if it does some of the same stuff that all of the writers' games do. <laughs> I think I played it for a bit, but yeah, I, I'm not actually sure if it's the game. Is is there like a um? Carousel in the beginning? Somebody yeah. murdered there? Yeah. Okay, then I played it. Oh, yeah. 
I, I seem to remember you being it's about stuck on some early thing or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I got you stuck in that bug or something else or what? But, but yeah, it was, like it was fun. Uh, maybe I will finish it and then play. I uh, play the Nirvana Initiative. Yeah. Is it full price? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a straight. It's like a complete new game and just came out. So the price is not like I think you probably get some sales on it. But yeah, it's a full price game. Um. Yeah. Again, uh, I've heard good things about it from the people that played it, but I don't know exactly what happens. So, good things so, from people who played it, but no spoilers. But no, no spoilers, thankfully. <laughs> okay. And yeah, that, that's probably the most important game with F one that's coming out in the first week of July. Yes, because I actually I don't know most know. of the others. I only vaguely know of Game Deck because it's one of the uh, last month's humble but, uh, choice games. It's like a isometric RPG cyberpunk thing, but I don't really know too much about it. Should run okay on the Switch at least, assuming it doesn't rely too much on mouse controls, which I don't think it does. Yeah. Well, the next big release would be Rune Factory 5, actually. Or do, do you guys want to talk about anything else that's coming out before? Plodawa. Plodawa was still alive. <laughs> yeah, I guess Kronoa. And I think uh, Namco said that if, if this one sells well enough, they may consider yeah. doing more games. So. They're pulling the usual thing of buy this or we won't yeah. make any others. Except they at the very least. Incentivized to buy the game. Something. Yeah, it's like at least this isn't too, like this isn't like too bad of a thing because like sometimes they end up developers end up going if you don't buy this terrible game we won't make like a good one. Yeah, <laughs> but at the very least this is a decent bundle, especially since like Klonoa Two has never been re-released as far as I remember. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been re-released that much. And, yeah, maybe for for Wii once, but well the 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 first game was on p s one then got a remade version on the Wii, which is the one that's part of this bundle, but with like slightly different visuals, I guess, and then Klonoa two sort of is using that visual style oh. at least for like the character models and stuff but yeah it's it's a cool to see it back um it yeah wasn't very it wasn't exactly expected but yeah i'm not I'm not against it existing it's it's nice yeah. to see it existing but it's it should sell okay. Yeah, it looks decent. Uh, actually, it's both games. Yeah, so it's 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 the I keep forgetting the name of it, like Daughter Phantomville, maybe. Like what what are the Phantom, Wii? Yeah, because yeah, it's like the it's like the Wii version of one, and then and uh, Luna Kiel's wheel of yeah. <laughs> the one I was forget how to say properly. <laughs> but yeah, I never actually played the first one. I played the second one after renting it when that was a thing, <laughs> when when Blockbuster was still alive. Um, so I played through the second one that way, and I really liked it. But yeah, it's it's kind of cool to see him exist. They're, they're decent. They're, uh, it's a decent platformer. I like like the main gimmick of like the using enemies for double jumps and stuff wow. and for puzzles. It gives a July eighth uh, date, but sometimes also a July twenty second. Uh, I guess it hits storefronts on July twenty sixth, so maybe uh, just the physical release a little bit later. Yeah, I'm surprised it's even getting physical, really. Uh, that was just by guess. It could be completely wrong. Yeah, well, they, 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 the release date is, it's like, I think it's the 7th. It might be like the 8th in Japan or so, some weirdness or something. Actually, has a physical release, at least in Germany, for Switch uh, on July 8th. Yeah, yeah. So it's like weird release timing. I think it's and like earlier, slightly. Yeah, I think it's like slightly earlier on PC because of like time zones. So if it's like a worldwide release on it's the eighth, it's probably like Japanese release uh, timing. On the video it's, uh, below the video, it says July twenty second. Uh, the gameplay video that was uh, published by Gamespot. Maybe Gamespot got it wrong, or maybe it got moved forward. Changed slightly. Uh... But yeah, Malklano is cool. Even if it's not actually a new game or anything, technically. Well, these those who completely missed out on Clonoa can now enjoy it uh, like yeah. me. It's, again, especially since Clonoa 2 specifically 
was stuck on the PS2 as far as I remember. Like, I don't think it ever... Yeah, it never actually got another version released. And it's getting like a slight visual... I don't want to say like touch-up, like it's more like a rework kind of. I think they're making it slightly more colourful and using a character model that's kind of... I don't know if it's directly the same as the one from the Wii remake of the first game or not, but it's like, it's at the very least, it's similar to that. So it's like a slight visual rework rather than like a full remake or remaster, I guess. But yeah, it's cool to see. Very odd to see it back. Kind of like um, Pac-Man... Uh, Pac-Man World? Pac-Man Land? Whatever Pac it's called? World, yeah. Pac-Man World, yeah. Like, that one is also cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see these, like... I don't really want to say, like, B-grade or like, lesser known... Back the OG Miss Pac-Man, but... <laughs> I guess we'll get used to the new one. Because <laughs> of weird licensing shenanigans. Yeah. But, yeah, it's cool to see these, like, lesser known, or at least, like, you know, like, platforms that didn't really survive past that era, like, come back. I mean, Pac-Man obviously it's sort of its own thing still, anyway. But like, yeah, it was it's it's just cool to see them come back. They're not they're not like bad games. They're just not as well known or as like remembered. Yeah, but they're I think there's like classics, I'd say. Yeah, like I think there's a there's definitely a market for that sort of stuff. It must be. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a bunch of like it's like um, Cow the Kangaroo or Ko. I think it's supposed to be Ko the Kangaroo, like. It, like that came back as well. It's just like oh, there okay. was a campaign <laughs> to bring it back, and it was apparently very popular to the point that said, "You know what? You're right. Let's bring sure, it back." We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's kind of cool to see that sort of stuff um, come back. And if it gets like piece, modern PC releases, it means it'll actually be available for a long time, even with consoles changing. If they don't have like backwards compatibility and stuff, it's like it'll always be available pretty easily. Yeah, and if we move back to Rune Factory Five, I suppose like so the thorn we were going to do actually coming out. The PC version got leaked a while back, and yeah, um, it's as long as the port isn't messed up, this is probably the version to go for. Regard like unless you really need the portability, and you don't own a Steam Deck, I suppose it's like or a laptop. It's like the the Switch version of Five is a bit of a technical mess <laughs> <laughs> it's the sort of game that can't even maintain 30 fps most of the time oh did the promotion too all over <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's it might actually be as bad as deadly premonition 2 in some places oh no let's hope uh rune factory 5 will have have more uh, gra graphical options oh yeah <laughs> i don't think it'll be quite as bad as uh the deadly premonition 2 pc part from what i've heard which is basically just 60 fps it, it, yeah it does it, yeah it's like but it's, it's the same assets and no uh visual settings yeah like no settings at all it's just like what because <laughs> like i think rune factory 4 on pc was like that with like barely any settings but that game was an updated version of a 3DS game and like runs on better potatoes, so it's like the, the settings didn't matter as much there. So, but yeah, yeah Rune Factory 5 on Switch is rough. Like, it, the game has its issues even without the technical stuff, but at the very least, on PC, unless the port is really buggy and crashy and runs bad or whatever, it should at least be a bit more of a pleasant experience. Yeah, unfortunately, Switch starting to take to show its yeah. years. I mean, the issue with the Switch version is, like, obviously, yeah, the, the Switch is definitely dated hardware, but the game also is very unoptimized. Yeah, I was talking about Warriors. It's very, very apparent with Warriors that it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's for, dated for like hardware. That, yeah, for, for, for games like that, it's like... You yeah. get used to it, but the low frame rate is a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the issue with Rune Factory 5 is, like, the visuals are quite simplistic outside of, like, the character models. And, like, even when there's not much going on, the frame rate is still abysmal. <laughs> so, yeah. There it's, are it's, games that can maintain th uh, 30 FPS or even 60, like Sonic uh, Origins. I've played that a little bit on Switch and handheld mode, so that's working well. So so all uh, 2D platformers work well on Switch. Yeah, 2D stuff on <laughs> Switch always works pretty well, because it yeah. can usually maintain 60 and native resolution like a lot, pretty much like outside of like first party nintendo stuff you you rarely actually find like games that maintain native resolution <laughs> yeah like rune factory nintendo 5 knows is, how to optimize their games. yeah 
they, they know their own hardware, thankfully. But that, that that's the funny thing with Rune Factory Five. There's an op. They they had to patch in an option in the, after the Japanese release, which was included in the English one at the, like from the get go, which added in like a variable resolution support. But it doesn't help. So I don't know what they did. <laughs> it's like we can lower the resolution in real time, but it doesn't actually fix any of the frame rate problems at all. So. I I don't know what they did. They they, they did something weird. But yeah, <laughs> PC should be the best way to play that, but the game still has issues even then. But kind of a shame. On the same day, Loopmancer comes out. I think it's the first release for the game. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it was a Switch exclusive before. I doubt it. I think it was probably the first release for it. Yeah, I don't know about the actual studio in general. Like, I think it might be their first game in general. <laughs> It looks fun. It's kind of like a 2D roguelike. Set in yeah, Japan. Kind of, kind of going a little for its own thing. Castlevania like. Which one? With, with the grappling hook. Uh, Loopmancer. It's coming out oh, on the same day as oh, right. Factory. Yeah, it should be a roguelike. Yeah, because it says so there. But uh, also, <laughs> I actually haven't <laughs> looked at that. I just looked at the gameplay. Yeah, it's. um. It's interesting. Oh, okay. I'm seeing a video now, and I remember this. I remember seeing it. Yeah, this one looks interesting. I got um, for preparation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. Cool visual style. Yeah, hopefully it's not that much repetitive, which is something I fear whenever a new studio comes out. But it looked interesting. Yeah, enough. it depends how much variety there is between runs. And if it gets like post-launch support, yeah, as long as they do support it and it's actually good on day one, it should be a fun alternative roguelike, I guess. Uh, also, a fun alternative would be Power Wash Simulator. Finally, yeah, out of the access <laughs> <laughs> Velocity uh, Studio Future Lab. Uh, hopefully, now they have some time for Velocity Three finally on PS Five. Maybe still missing. It is definitely a departure from some of that other stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um, is it in early access on Xbox as well? Because it's coming out on Xbox at the same day as 1.0 PC, but... In that weird game preview program that I've heard of, but I've never experienced it. Maybe, yeah. Uh, sure. It's basically... It's basically okay, it was on early access. access on Steam, but on Xbox it's coming out fully released. It's so just a full... Yeah, it's I think just that's a full usually... release the best way to do it but yeah xbox does at least have a uh its own like section for early yeah there's like there's sometimes like we've grounded and a few yeah. other games they do say it's a game preview so it's they like, make it very clear it's an early access. yeah like playstation doesn't quite have that as a thing <laughs> like um it's, it's not like there's that many early access games on like playstation anyway no but, not at all but like um I think Arcade Gen, it, like Arcade Gen releases on the fifth in a few days' time, which it's gonna be on sure... PS Plus too on day one. Yeah, so, so it's it's gonna be a PS Plus game, but I think it is in early access on PlayStation already. But like, it's like PlayStation doesn't have like a specific like name for it, like Xbox and like Steam does, or even like Epic. Hey, like, uh, yeah. Epic now that you mention it, I re I was seeing some image and yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, I think so they. I think it made news because it was updated uh, to fully support the AMD like uh, ray tracing thing. Yeah, because it's like and yeah, it was the first one to do it on PS Five. So I remember this title. Yeah, it's just because it's like it's weird because it's early access, and I, I'm pretty sure it does mention somewhere like in the description or whatever. It's, but I remember like... seeing the PS Plus thing, and I thought, wait, didn't this game release already? Yeah. And now yeah. I understand why. <laughs> like, yeah, it's an early access title, but like, because I'm, I'm trying to anything on the store page actually. because uh, I couldn't remember, but it, there's definitely no like obvious marker anywhere. Like, it's not like Xbox or like Steam, but like it's on Epic at the moment for PC. Only because of like I think Epic maybe helping with it or something I can't remember but it looks okay it's like a I think it's like a roguelite sort of game with like co-op and stuff it it looks fine it's one I've been vaguely interested in but sort of like I wasn't too interested on in it but it's definitely one I'll play because it's on PlayStation Plus sort of deal 
They actually announced it uh, on 8th July 2021 uh, as early access available today on PlayStation 5 and PC on the PlayStation YouTube channel. So they actually marketed it as uh, early access is just as on, on the so store have, page. Maybe they removed weird. it from the store page as well because it's coming out now. Maybe. I, I can't remember. I just I remember that specifically not mentioning it like in a really obvious way. Because like, I can't really think of too many games that sort of like... Seven, I think Seven Days to Die has a PlayStation version, and that's early access and will probably never be released. But yeah, yeah that was early, early, early access. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like PlayStation's a bit odd when it comes to that sort of thing. I suppose early access, even on like uh, Xbox with like the game preview stuff or whatever, isn't really that like big. It's not like obviously not like Steam like PC levels of early access releases. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Thank God. Yeah. Um, definitely like a lot of releases in July, but a lot of them like Dread Out 2 and stuff, they're all like um, ports, lots and lots of ports. <laughs> like uh, Danganronpa S recently got announced to be getting ported to a bunch of stuff other than the Switch. So like it's coming to all the other consoles that the like mainline games are on, and like PC as well. But well, that's it's... not there this month, right? No, that's this month. It... Like Danganronpa S came out um, last year for Switch because it was it came out alongside the yeah, three on twenty first. It's coming out, yeah. Yeah, but they they recently announced that it's, it's not like be available yesterday or the day before yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I already forgot. Yeah, it's like they, they announced that it's coming out for like everything else, like the main, I think pr pretty much everything else. I don't think it's been announced for Xbox yet for some reason. No. But yeah, so like mobile, PC, PS4. It's it's just like a side spin-off-y thing with like some kind of egregious monetization that shouldn't exist for the paid title. But you know, aside from that, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots and lots of ports. Well, there are some new games like As Dusk Falls or Stray, which I'm uh, uh, waiting for. Both coming out on the same day, of course. Like it always uh, is. Yeah, I keep forgetting Stray actually has a release date now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because it always seems so far away and they haven't shown that much as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, I always thought like Stray was a cool tech demo and it was yeah. never actually coming out, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, they, they showed like a little bit of gameplay of it recently. <laughs> But I think that's alongside the release date. But yeah, it's a it's a thing, and I can't really say I'm excited for it because I barely know anything about it. But... Also, not hugely into cats, but this looks. It's a, a cyberpunk cat simulator. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need more? Yeah. Well, maybe you need an interesting crime story, like in As Dusk Falls, uh, has a, a unique visual look with the sort of paper. Uh, yeah, I might have lost for words today. Um, like the uh, stand-ins looks kind of. If you see it, you you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, I was like trying to figure out what you meant. I'm like, oh yeah, cardboard <laughs> box. Uh, yeah, uh, cutouts. I think that's what yeah, I'm... cardboard cutouts. Yeah, yeah, like sort of, or like kind of like yeah. It looks a little bit like Life is Strange or Road 96, more specifically, yeah. because it's kind of like a road movie thing. And it's kind of been like done as like a inter interactive drama or whatever, so it's kind of that sort of style. Yep. And it's on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Play it on Game Pass. Oh, Can't believe they didn't have the world premiere. <laughs> like they took what it if it nice stray on PS Plus? <laughs> but maybe on the extra plus at some point. Oh yeah, it could it it could be actually. Yeah, it's gonna be um part of the the other tiers, like the extra deluxe and premium okay. ones. I keep forgetting which is which because there's like one that exists if you can't stream games and stuff, and they like certain regions. It's like they gave it a different name. <laughs> it's like uh, it's so confusing. Yeah, but what's the other name in Asia where they don't have streaming? Oh, that's, uh, excluding Japan. Because it's like extra deluxe and deluxe. premium. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I keep forgetting which of 
the extra deluxe is the one that's the one that's not the not streaming one. Premium is the highest, extra is in between, and extra is replaced by deluxe in other regions where they don't have streaming, right? Maybe I got it wrong. <laughs> I think that's opposite <laughs> of what you oh, said. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like it will be available on those stray that is it will be on PlayStation. Yes. What won't be on PlayStation is uh, Live Alive, Live Alive. Live Alive. Live Alive, yeah. Just to be extra confusing. That was the yeah. <laughs> I always got that one. Uh, oh, like, it's it's oh, is it, li- is it Live it's Alive? Right? It's in Japan, probably, because there's a small A on Wikipedia that usually yeah, it might means be Live it's Alive. On. It's confusing. But it was originally only on the Super Famicom. It did get a fan translation, but yeah, this is the first actual like official release. Yeah, this is the it. first time it actually gets released outside Japan. And with the uh, graphic style of uh, Octopus Traveler and yeah, Triangle H- Strategy, HD 2D. Yeah, and the uh, the Dragon Quest 3. I like the original coming. game, which I I did enjoy via the even translation, so I'm looking forward to yeah. actually seeing it. Yeah, it's cool to see. Like, How it's intended, release. we should say. Yeah, <laughs> to a point, just with visual changes, because I'm assuming they probably haven't changed too much gameplay-wise. There is voice acting as well, I think, or at least maybe limited voice acting. Yeah, there, there's a bit of voice acting from what I saw on the trailer. I did download the demo, but I uh, I haven't tried it yet. I but... still didn't download it because I'm still playing the Warriors. So. Yeah. I do, at the very least, I do like kind of what they're doing with the multi-story thing. Because like, I feel like with Octopath, uh, Octopath Traveler, like, they did the whole multi-story thing, but like in a way that doesn't make any sense. No, oh, this, just... this time it's it's very cool. I won't do any spoiler in case you didn't enjoy it, but you can you can freely choose the yeah. story based on the timeline. Then there's a secret story which will tell yeah, you it's why like... exactly everything this is happening. Yeah, so it's like and then doing... you will get the ending, uh, and then you enjoy the rest of the game for yourself because saying more would be spoiling everything. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's like they're they're doing it in a more interesting way than Octopath, which technically. Had they did have a connecting. The interesting thing. part is that they already spoiled the the secret yeah. route. That, that, yeah, I was surprised. Like, they, you're really showing it now. I guess knowing the implication was... of that route. <laughs> 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 I guess they thought it was a good idea just to like, show a brief. Thing I mean, I guess they to... know that uh, whoever is in, interested in this game knows already, so there's no point in guiding it. But. It's so weird. <laughs> I think it's just like, yeah, without the full context, it's probably not actually too bad of a spoiler, really. But yeah, it's like, it's still, I like what they, I like the whole multi time thing and like not having it be like Octopus. Well, at where... least they didn't show the plot twister. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'm cool with this kind of spoiler. <laughs> it's just because, like, with Octopath, it's like you could, like, go into the, all the character stories and stuff but like there was no interaction between the characters even though they'd be in the same party and stuff and it was just kind of weird so at least having them all be like separated by different times and uh, and stuff like it it just it's more interesting <laughs> yeah and yeah it's cool to see it actually and i agree that octopus could be a little bit confusing so this yeah. way, I prefer this way. Like you enjoy every path separately. Yeah, it's it's just it's cool just to, like for them to be re-releasing like their older stuff. And like... I still hope for other games uh, who have already released uh, uh, received a fan translation, like Yakuza Black Panther <laughs> or some I... games. I, I don't think like... HD 2D would work well in that case. Well, it's more just re-releases in general, but I think Bla- the Black Panther games have like zero chance of happening. No, nah, thanks. I I don't expect. Like, I feel like if they were gonna do the Black Panther games, they might like it would probably be like more of like a rework or like complete remake than yeah. like just a visual overhaul. Like maybe use some of the characters, but. Re- like rework it into more of like a traditional Yakuza sort of setting. At least the like translations gameplay. won't disappear because uh, once they release the game in Western territories, they will just uh, yeah sue the hell out of those people. <laughs> I feel like it immortal, like in immortality. Uh, I had the chance to play that game, the new game from Zembalo, who made uh, what was. It? Uh, telling lies and her story 
And they basically uh, filmed, th uh, it's a full motion video game, um, filmed three movies and you have to click through all of those movies. Um, but the scenes are not in the right order. And it has an interesting system where you click on a person and then another scene from another movie with that same person appears or uh, like a symbol, like a cross or a prop or anything. But yeah, it's pretty confusing if you try it the first time. But very well done. And one thing I didn't know is that Sam Bola actually was the lead designer on Serious Sam Next Encounter. That was very surprising to me just now. It's just exactly the same type of game, yeah? <laughs> or Silent Hill Shattered Memories or Silent Hill Origins. Well, he didn't end up at uh, Blooper Team, but he's making cool FMV games. Looking forward to that. What else do we have? Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town is coming to PS4, another port. Yeah, I think it's already out on, because it came out on like Switch and PC. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I, I keep getting lost with these ports because like with that and like Rune Factory and stuff, the ports are all like spaced out in like different orders and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, more ports. That's another game that were originally released on Switch and didn't run so great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, same same publisher as uh, Rune Factory 5 as well, but not the same dev team, I think. No. So, but they both suffered from the same issues of maybe being a bit rushed and running pretty bad. Uh, there's Azure Striker Gun World 3. Is that... Not a port? Is it a original that's a, release? That's a brand new one, yeah. Um, I still haven't played any of the Azure Striker Gunball games. Me I didn't neither. want to because I like the Mega Man Zero games, even with some of the issues in some of them, and like kind of dis disgusting difficulty in like the first one, especially. <laughs> but um, yeah, like um, I've They're seen a little bit of always three. under the radar, kind of. Yeah, so like I think. Gunvolt one and uh, Gunvolt one and two, I think, were like originally 3DS games, and then they got some ports. And like, I know there's like a physical release of the two on like PS4 and Switch. I know there's at least one on PS4, but um, yeah, they're sort of like um, yeah, like Mega Man-ish games with like, a mechanic that kind of works similar to like Mighty Number no. Nine, but like better <laughs> with like the the combo system kind of. Those games are better. <laughs> but yeah, they're cool. And they they still use um, like two D sprites and stuff because it integrates. Uh, yeah, they they still stick to sprites and whatnot for all their games for the most part, which is nice. I still like their sprite work and yeah, very Mega Man Zero style. Is Inafune still part of this? No, or not. Oh, actually, okay. mm, he might vaguely be involved i'm not 100 percent sure I, I mean he he might be a bit busy with his you know nfts and stuff right now you know so it's like i don't know if you've seen that but uh yeah no. he's making some bootleg Mega Man looking nfts oh fun because of course he is because people didn't hate him enough already working on his legacy <laughs> yeah mm. yeah uh, as a striker gun vault 3 looks cool still uses sprites yes good We'll also probably get ported to a bunch of things eventually, but Switch only at the moment. Will Digimon survive, um, surpass Metal Gear survive? I mean, at the very least, it is releasing now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you followed like the whole Digimon survive shenanigans, no. but it basically got announced in like 2018 and has wow. been getting like constantly del delayed since then. <laughs> it's basically at the point where it's like, it does definitely seem like it will release at the end of this month. Yeah, I was, I was but, reading it now. Yeah, it was announced in uh, July 2018, to be exact. Uh, uh, yeah, it's basically taken like four years. Four years. Exactly four years. And it's definitely been getting <laughs> de de developed for longer than that. But it's, it's basically at the point now where it's definitely going to release, or at least if it gets delayed, it would be a very short delay. But it still doesn't feel like it's going to release. <laughs> but they've actually been showing off gameplay and a lot more stuff. Like there was a gameplay trailer earlier today in English as well. They haven't shown off a lot of the English stuff, but that's happening. 
So it's definitely going to release. It's kind of interesting to see that I, I figured during all the delays and stuff, they may have ended up switching to like full 3D. But no, they're actually still keeping like the 3D for like the battle environments, like the strategy RPG stuff. Um, but the character sprites and stuff are still 2D. It's very weird to see like them go for that, especially like Bandai Namco that seem to be switching more to like a like full 3D stuff. But yeah, it it's gonna be interesting. It's sort of like a darker-ish game, kind of like where characters can potentially die if you do the wrong options and stuff. And like, there's like a morality system that determines which Digimon you get. Like, I don't know how like in depth it is. If it's just like you know good, bad, or some neutral or whatever setting, but it's Maybe it's interesting. Unleashed. <laughs> it's in between. Yeah, it looks pretty dark. Red. What's yeah. with this frog? The fact that they yes. can actually be killed is kind of dark. Yeah, right. so it's like the character. Yeah, the characters basically all get like shoved in the Digimon world, and it's just like, well, <laughs> okay, Rip. time to not die. Hopefully, but it's definitely an interesting premise. It being stuck in development hell is mildly worrying, but I guess that sort of applies to a lot of Bandai Namco games, a lot like Tales of Arise and. <laughs> Other games seem to be in development for ages. So, like, it could be good. It has the unfortunate issue of releasing on the exact same date as Xenoblade Chronicles 3 after yeah, that I, pushed forward. Like, I don't think was... anyone is going to buy your Switch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, of course that had to happen. The game's finally getting released. And then Nintendo's like, well, Xenoblade 3 is releasing earlier now. <laughs> it's like, well, oh. Glumanda. Oh, I mean Agumon. Sorry. I wouldn't be surprised. If it, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it actually was a move paid on purpose by Nintendo. No, the, 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 it's definitely. It was the... like we released Legends Pokemon Arceus, and you're trying to compete with us with a darker-ish <laughs> game. I well, feel fuck like... you! We're releasing Xenoblade Chronicles Three. How about that? <laughs> I think like the main decision to move it was because of. Um... I wouldn't put it uh, besides Nintendo to not do that. <laughs> I think I think it was because of um, Splatoon three, maybe possibly like they were intending to have that early out early. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've, that was a joke, but it's yeah. it's a funny coincidence. Yeah, it, it was very unfortunate. They're, Nintendo is trying to put a big release every month, so that's why. Yeah. I'm like, I'm half wondering if they like the release dates have effectively been switched. So like, Splatoon three was supposed to be the one coming out around now, and it isn't and then it turns out that somehow like it's still like somehow xenoblade 3 managed to have everything ready like they, they managed to get everything ready like months earlier like that's a hefty i think it was already ready by that point they that's simply had wild. decided on a different month then so it was getting like... crowded and you know what like july we aren't releasing really anything on july it definitely helps yeah like get get, get some out of the super crowded months but it's still just like that's a big leap and not one you usually see for like any game let alone like a massive jrpg yeah like... it was that massive that they can't even release the collector's edition in yeah time. exactly like it definitely feels like because it... it was planned for september or whatever so they can't they yeah, don't so have to, enough time to produce them. It's like if you yeah, if you buy the collector's edition now, you only get the base game, and then they're gonna send everything else. Yeah, like, they just the said actual... we'll send you the base game, and whenever the other contents are ready, we'll ship them to you. It's, kind <laughs> it's, of it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's definitely weird. I remember it happening with Fallout seventy six, and we all know how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's something gonna be interesting to see how it turns out. The gameplay they've shown looks cool, but. The Switch is definitely struggling. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's a standard with Xenoblade games, really. Yeah, even with the first one. But it, it sort yeah. of has the issue now of there being like always six party members that are always acting because like Xenoblade yeah, Two is, technically had six. Definitely but... get used to see lower frame rates. Yeah, because <laughs> like two, obviously you'd have like. Six I'm at least glad they're moving away from two's gameplay. And they're coming back to a sort of ish uh, one formula. Like because to. the first Xenoblade was the best one gameplay wise. So No, wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I'm gonna fight. No, I'm absolutely right. <laughs> you had the, had the cool gameplay stuff that they just didn't explain properly. <laughs> I mean two could be cool if you waited like twenty to thirty hours in. 
at that point, it could be cool. <laughs> yeah, they just they introduce all like the extra mechanics really weirdly, and like they don't explain anything. And it's like, um, these important systems. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you can you, you can really tell they focused a lot on it being simpler and easy to understand because they know they kind of fucked up with two on that point. Yeah, so, so like, they're so trying to make it easier to understand. Although <laughs> there is still a chance that like they haven't shown off everything and that they, there's some weird stuff going on. Um, but yeah. it's hard to see. I'm still not convinced by that weird transformation thing, especially because it's locked. You can choose your party members and it's... Sort of oh, yeah, like forced pairs. Yeah, that think... really rubs me the wrong way. But... I don't... Yeah, I, I, do, guess I just see it as like an extension of like the blade system. Where At it's least like... it's not Xenoblade X where you either use the transformation or you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> So the at robots. least there's that, but I see I'm not entirely convinced. <laughs> yeah, could be fun, but yeah, we've got to wait and see. And yeah, the Switch it looked like it was having a bad time running the game. Yeah, we <laughs> definitely had. <laughs> at this yeah. point, the Switch is making to be retired, really. Let's help me. <laughs> Nintendo's like, no, you have another five Please years. release another console. It's that's the Switch. Why don't you put me on there? <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, the Steam Deck um, isn't quite powerful enough for like proper em uh, em emulation on a lot of stuff. Like, it's yeah, it's not it's not really ready. But you you could stream from a powerful PC. I mean, to the Steam Deck. <laughs> with the price they're selling it, it was kind of expected. Yeah, for sure. But like uh, to buy a, a laptop PC, you have to spend a lot of money to be able to run stuff. I should know since I own one. <laughs> so yeah, Steam Deck pricing. It was kind solid. of expected that the Steam Deck would struggle a bit on that front. Good, good for PS2 and GameCube stuff for sure. Definitely. And I guess um, you can play modern games if you're willing to sacrifice quality. I guess there's that. I actually straight up tried Assassin's Creed Valhalla on it, and it runs way better than you'd think. <laughs> really it's wild, yeah. It's actually it, it actually works really well. Like, I guess it depends on the developers stuff. too, and, and yes. how they optimize it for the Steam Deck. For sure, but it's like um, I'm like I'll, I'll obviously have to try it if I even decide to pick it up. But I'd be surprised if Rune Factory Five on the Steam Deck doesn't run significantly better than the Switch version. <laughs> it, yeah, it definitely crazy. has to do with the developers then. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot on their side for optimization, but I guess Ubisoft cared enough since it's a secret. <laughs> they're, they're the factory really didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, and you can play Dota Premonition Two also on Steam Deck, probably. I've yeah, I've heard that's actually probably going to be the main way to play it because it it seems to be able to maintain like fifty five sixty most of the time at native res. So <laughs> compared to the Switch version, which does. So I need to get a Steam Deck to finally play that game. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to try it again, I I do kind of want to try it out, Deadly Premonition, but I think I'll wait for the PC version to be slightly cheaper. Yeah, definitely, all done on it. I um I do know that it was the the port was supposed to have released last year because that's what it was listed as on the like it was either on the Deadly Premonition two website or like the developers website or something. It was listed as being a twenty twenty two release, uh, which didn't happen. Twenty twenty one, you mean? Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. I'm getting the years mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be out last year, but yeah, development on the, the very bare bones oh, port was very slow. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as far as I've heard, it's actually good news on the Steam Deck front where it does run pretty solidly. But um, yeah, it's at yeah, least we not... still get a code, so um, we're in the process of getting a code for a few weeks now, so let's see. <laughs> But yeah, Dino version 2, I don't think it's a game that needed to exist, but I wouldn't be against trying it. But the Switch version was a, it was a case of I don't think I'd want to put up with this performance, even like if lower frame rates aren't as bad as on uh, on a handheld. It's still like no thanks. <laughs> I'll just wait. <laughs> but, yeah, um... the first one is actually way better, of course. It's a cult classic. It's very hard to follow up on that. But it has some interesting elements but they didn't really need to go that open world and then yeah. introduce the skateboard and make everything just huge <laughs> for no apparent reason but the story is pretty interesting but uh, after some hours i gave up because it's just unplayable on switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
All right, yeah, that's July. Um, three games that you want to play. Uh, start uh, as Dusk Force, Stray, and Immortality. Yeah, well, oh, mine definitely Xenoblade 3. Digimon Survive, I kind of want to try, but it's sort of like. It, it's something that obviously the Xenoblade takes massive priority over. <laughs> but I'm, I'm basically, I'm hoping it's good. I don't expect it to be amazing, but at least if it's decent, then it's, it's, it's fine. And then um, I, I guess Nirvana, uh, uh, either Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative counts because it's technically releasing this month in Europe for consoles. So it's it's a July release. For it real. is. Okay, for me, I guess it's Live Alive since it's one I'm really waiting for. Xenoblade Chronicles three, and uh, I guess Stray has the third one. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening. And let's hope we will do this uh, same time next month. Yep, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you want to bad happens again. <laughs> you can check out, uh, of course, that's then the Gamescom month, but uh, so pre Gamescom. I mean, nobody really cares about Gamescom, so we should be uh, really Gamescom. safe. <laughs> <laughs> Gamescom. I'll play the, the upcoming games while you bitch about Gamescom. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, you can watch on YouTube Shredder's Revenge. Once this is released, it should be uh, should be a video and possibly a Capcom Fighter collection, but, or is it Fighters collection? Or Fighting? Yeah, fighting collection. There we go. First <laughs> <laughs> time's the charm. <laughs> I don't know where you are, but you already left the podcast studio. He's already going. He's running. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. See you next time. See you.